the college football experience week nine DFS show for Thursday, Friday, and both slates on Saturday episode on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by underdog fantasy underdog has just added pick them scorchers. where you can win a hundred times the amount of money you enter. That's right. Turn $5 into 500 in just one game. Plus every Sunday, they're giving away a hundred thousand dollars. Use the promo code SGPN at underdog fantasy for a hundred percent deposit bonus up to $500. We're also brought to you by hall of fame bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the hall of fame bets app or visit uh, hofbets.com. Use the promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. People plus the NBA is back. So we're uh, so is the NBA gambling podcast to celebrate. We're giving away a NBA gambling podcast hoodie head over to sports gambling podcast.com slash NBA dog for all the details at sports gambling podcast.com slash NBA dog for all the details. And remember, as always, to let it ride. Hey, everybody, Joe Theismann here. You're listening to SGPN. So do this let it ride. Saturday slates. We got you covered folks. Uh, we got some big time games. Uh, that's all this weekend. And uh, tonight there's a couple barn burners Friday. Eh, not so much, but <laughs> we're going to get there. Um, and remember later today, we got the, uh, the uh, college football weekend bombs episode with CJ Sullivan, where we talk about the best live dogs heading into Saturday. But before we do all that, let's get to this DFS stuff. If you're wondering who the hell you're listening to, my name is Colby Swigger, database Dan, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows. Double the price, but no one touches Dundee. Oh yeah, we got two games tonight. Should have four, but uh, DFS lagging a little bit. Maybe next year. Um, yeah, we got the battle of uh, Georgia Sunbelt schools and an old Big East matchup between the Q's and the Hokies. I am joined by my co-host, the DFS God himself. Give it up. We invite you to come play DFS, by the way. You feel free for a couple bucks. We're not trying to take your money. Just some bragging rights, a little shit talk. Come home and tell the wife you beat these idiots online. All right. Um, so She'll be so impressed. Yeah. Yeah. So uh give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking. Home brew making. Tobacco road living. The free lock giving. 
Farmer, farmer, her in the basketball league MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. There we go. What's going on, man? I got your song. He's a quarterback sacker. And he'll knock you out. You better look out. Look out. This <laughs> well written. Well, well written. written. You know, they have that a copy of that in the Smithsonian. <laughs> Damn well they should. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know who sung that, but they're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it has to be, I would imagine, uh, a famous uh, singer somewhere in Oklahoma. I, isn't there like some great country musicians in Oklahoma? I feel like it's got to be. Uh, Toby Keith is from Oklahoma. That, that, that's him when he was young, when he was in a garage band. <laughs> that sounds um, just like. <laughs> or is it Garth Brooks? One of those. One of those is from Oklahoma. Maybe both of them. Yeah, I feel like you might. I think you're definitely right. I feel like yeah. I spent like a, I spent like two weeks in Oklahoma once, and I feel like, I feel like I might have went into a bar. I, I, I want to say Toby Keith wears, he's been rocking Oklahoma gear, but I think Garth Brooks, he might've started in Stillwater if I'm not mistaken. And I, I could be way off, but uh, I think I right. went into a bar that was called Toby Keith's or, or Garth Brooks. If memory serves okay. me correct. Uh, well, it was like, a cor- it was like a corporate music. chain though. It was like, yeah, like, you know, in, in like a touristy part, like the, the Disneyland of, of Oklahoma shout out to the chat. Uh, Tristan Williams, uh, reporting reporting from Flaming Libs country. Shout out to oh, Tristan, appreciate all right. you, Southern Virginia. Hey, let's let's go with with Liberty. It's funny, after the show last night, Patty C was talking about. He's like, I mean, these 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 Liberty fans, you know, they keep coming, right? And you could see, you could feel he was threatened as a JMU guy. <laughs> that all of a sudden, you know, Liberty's Dude, what? The fact that they beat Western Kentucky. I mean. They only have four games left. La Tech, Old Dominion, UMass at home, and at Utah. That Old Dominion game is a little I, sneakier. That's yeah, yeah. That's the one. Yeah. Careful. But yeah. man, I mean, you know, they could really go twelve and zero now. I hope they do. Why I not? hope they do, because sure. this is great for the argument of why are you having a fourteen playoff? Well, I didn't play anybody. Well, why are they in the FBS? All right. While we're talking Liberty, if we can recap our uh, Tuesday and Wednesday DFS, we had a little side bet. It was Caden Salter, Liberty's quarterback against Austin Reed, Western Kentucky's quarterback. And I won the side bet. Uh, yeah. I mean, Reed, Reed had a, a nice game. He put up 32 fantasy points, but Salter put up damn near 40. No, uh, really, no Reed Reed sucked. All right. Well, yeah. And, and I was right about Liberty covering the, was it four to the four and a half or I, I forget what it closed at, but um, really, I think the people that won Tuesday night, they didn't roster Diego Pavia because he only had 20 fancy points. The way to go was to roster both Salter and Reed, but still I won the side bet and never, never try to, to throw shame on Diego pissing Pavia. All right. Um, and Tuesday uh trash man won our contest. Uh, but like I said, I won the side bet. Then Wednesday Jabari Smith fan won the side bet. I came in second in the money. And uh, I kind of kicked your ass in the side bet again. Mm, mm. Dion the Dion the Tank Hankins runs runs for a buck seventeen and a touchdown, while your guy Shamani Lawrence could only muster fifty six yards on the ground. So uh, you're you know behind, what? That's all. That's all politics. That's all politics. You realize that, right? Uh, uh, please, uh, South all politics. Something happened in South Florida. They don't give Lawrence the ball as much as he should. All right. 
Well, but you should have known this going into. The I game. know, but I I'm just basing it off talent. I'm basing up. it off talent. All right, and, and DFS don't care about talent; it's about opportunity. And you got very fortunate combination of the two. You got very fortunate that Tank Hankins didn't fumble that one ball. By the way, I don't know if you caught that. He fumbled, so but he the the team recovered. Uh, well, I mean, I could he 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 crushed your Shimani, uh, oh, Lawrence. Stop it with so, this uh, Tank Hankins. One fumble minus one point. I still would have uh, beat your ass. No, 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 no. If 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 my guy got the ball, if he didn't hook up with uh, Max. Max, uh, one of Max's family members. I'm joking. <laughs> I know um, you're down two nothing in the side bet, so you're behind the eight ball. You know, so you got you got four slates to make it up in. Yeah, I got it. No, I'm not. I am not sweating one bit, buddy. So let's jump over to tonight's action uh, Thursday. Actually, but before we do that, I want to tell you folks out there that the College Football Experience Week Nine DFS show is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Look, Underdog has just introduced Scorchers. Go five for five and pick up Scorchers and enjoy a spicy hundred times payout. And for a limited time, Underdog's extended their first deposit bonus up to five hundred dollars. Every single Sunday, they're giving away a hundred grand too. Yeah, unbelievable, right? Ten lucky players will win ten thousand dollars each and every Sunday. So watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little extra cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $500. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code SGPN. We're also brought to you by the NBA um, Underdog Contest. The NBA is back, and to celebrate, we're giving away an NBA Gambling Podcast hoodie. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NBA dog. To submit a screenshot of you playing, uh, you know, NBA dog, uh, NBA underdog, using our promo code SGPN, and one random winner will get an NBA gambling podcast hoodie. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slash NBA dog. All right, we are back on the college football experience weeknight DFS show, and uh, here we are. Uh, Thursday slate, only two games, but even though there's four, but uh, two games. Let's go. And those two games are Syracuse at Virginia tech with an over under 47 and a half and Georgia state at Georgia Southern with an over under of 62 and a half. So that's a 15 point difference. So maybe you want to lean towards the Sunbelt matchup on Thursday. Um, I, I, I rostered at least one player on all four teams, but I definitely had more in the Georgia state, Georgia Southern game. Uh, we might have the same lineup then. Um, mm. but uh, did you go with two quarterbacks? I did. Yeah. Yourself. Yeah. And I think we have this, the same lineup. Well, this was interesting because I thought about drones, but, and I, I think he's, he's definitely the starter now, but I think Grant Wells could be back and healthy. And I don't know, for some reason I could just see against Rocky long. What could go wrong? Well, that too. I mean, even though uh, Syracuse's pass defense, isn't great. I went, I rostered both Granger and Bryn from the Sunbelt game. I got the same. Hey, I mean, if you want to make an argument for drones, a, he's cheaper than Bryn. I, I think you have to roster Granger. Uh, and he has, he's dual threat and Bryn is not. So I don't mind going drones and Granger, but I had the extra money. So uh, I, I actually, when I first constructed my lineup, I had drones in there, but I had the extra money. So I, I switched him with Bryn. I just don't like the idea of a guy who started two games going up against a hall of fame defensive coordinator with extra time to prepare. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. 
Um, That's a good point. (laughs) Um, Running back wise though, I did roster the best running back in the land for he's for he's one of them for Thursday. Um yeah. uh I I I'm staying in that Sunbelt game. I got Marcus Carroll's got what? This guy's a stud. He's got 10 touchdowns on the season, over 800 yards. Uh um, top 10 rusher as far as you know total rushing yardage in the country this year and he's been over 20 fantasy points in all but one matchup. Uh, he's going to be chalky as hell with good reason. Play the music. I have him as well. We, we're going to have the same team. We're going to have the same team. All right. Now, I did take a shot on a hokey. Yeah. For, the running back, too. A, a former North Carolina AT yeah. guy with Terrell Furman. Uh, Bashol Tootin. He's got a nickname. I, think, I, I forget the yeah, nickname. Yeah. I don't know his nickname either, but I think. Um, if you if you are getting players in the Syracuse Virginia Tech, I think you want to focus on the running game there, where maybe even focus more on the passing game in the Georgia State Georgia Southern. But I have Tootin as well. I mean, this guy it, he is coming on. Um, he's been double digit fantasy points six straight games. Uh, he also is a big part of their passing game. He's their second leading receiver from a reception standpoint. Four so, straight games with at least four, four catches. So we're just gonna play this song all day. All right, well, I, I have one more running back who's more expensive. Uh, well, I have a third running back too, and uh, he's more expensive too. And he's in he's in that same game. Laquint Allen, Syracuse. I probably the only person that you want to roster on Syracuse. I agree. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Dude. So 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 far we're five for five. <laughs> he also has more catches than Tootin. He's got twenty three catches. Leads the team in receptions. He is the Syracuse offense. I yeah. mean pure volume. And also Virginia tech really struggling to stop the run this year. 106 in the nation, the worst statistically run defense uh, that's playing Thursday night. Are we going to, is this the first time we would ever have the same exact team? With, <laughs> you know without, what? We, we still consulting. got, so all three of my receivers are in the Sunbelt game. Uh, yep. Me too. Oh man. Uh, well, my most expensive is uh, Caleb hood for Georgia's uh, Southern. Actually, no, 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 no. He's the best one, but the, I, I have the most expensive. I have both Southern receivers. Ah, we do have a difference. Okay, so you went with Hood and with Burgess Jr. Yes. Okay. Okay, we have a difference. So I just went Hood. Beautiful on Georgia Southern. Beautiful. I went with two Georgia State receivers. I went Robert Lewis, five point five k, and Talik Williams. 5.3 K. Mm, mm, mm. Well, my final white, I'm glad we have some difference. Uh, but if you look, you know, this guy, uh, short of last week. Now last week, he only had one, one catch. But if you look at the other uh, four games prior getting four or five balls, almost every game, uh, Jakari Carter at uh, 3,300. So, mm. That so, is so your, your 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 approach was to get two receivers over six K, but then also one really cheap one where I went with more of a consistent, like I went with two guys between five point three and five point five. That's there you go, man. That's gonna be the difference. When I feel like Jakari Carter, he's almost now I get it, uh Williams is a home run threat, but Carter almost has the same amount of receptions as Williams. So you're kind of getting kind of well, getting Yeah. This, 
but I think t- if you're looking at season long, yes. But Tilly Williams last two weeks, six for 81, six for one twenty nine, and a touchdown. So I think he is coming on of late. So yeah, I mean, I guess if you look at one, look at the whole season. Yeah. I mean, Tilly Williams, his first two games, just two catches, but I think he's becoming more and more a part of this offense as it progresses, as the season progresses. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know what else there is to say about this slate here. I, I, I don't think there's a good side bet. Uh, but I like my Georgia state receivers. I guess the only bad thing, or if I'm looking at it, I got four guys on Georgia state. I only got two on Georgia Southern, even though I picked Georgia Southern to win the game. Exactly. That is why I (laughs) am going to destroy you. All right, bring it on. We shall see. Let's go. All right. Let's jump over to the Friday slate. Friday is uh, eh, it's bit pogey is always great to watch, but uh, Thankfully, this is the last Friday of the season where there's just one game. Why mm-hmm. there's just one game? We talk about this every week. We don't know. I think college football in general has made strides this year to have more weekday games, but they need next year, they need to take it to the next level and have at least three games every weekday night, other yeah. than Monday. Yeah. Um, well, uh, I mean, who's your captain? So, I mean, Basically, I think there's four guys you need to roster. And then after that, it's a crapshoot. But I think you have to find a way to fit in all four of these guys. Um, my captain is uh, the best receiver on FAU, and he averages nine for 90 per game and is coming off of bad performance. So I think it's a nice bounce back spot for Lajante Wester. I struggled with the captain spot, man, because I think <laughs> Charlotte's defense is actually really good. They are pretty good. So I don't know. Like I was all over the place on what to do. I ended up going <laughs> Daniel Richardson, but I don't feel good about that against Charlotte's defense. Uh, the former Central Michigan starting quarterback. He uh, has been the starter since Casey Thompson got injured. Um, he had a good game against South Florida, but South Florida's defense is trash. This is why yeah. I'm, I'm terrified. Like it was either I was either going to go him or or Jones, uh, Jalen Jones, the court. Actually, you know what? I think Jalen Jones has proven more, and they're at home. I'm switching. I'm switching. He's a, he's a better runner too. I, I I like the Jones play. Now with him, can you roster all four of the guys I'm talking about? So this will be quick, but I have both quarterbacks. I have Richardson and Jones. I'm assuming that regardless of who's your captain, you're going to roster both quarterbacks also. Correct. Do you also have my captain Lajante Wester? No. Ah, okay. Passing games, not going to work. I just watched this dynamic ECU offense only put up 115 yards (laughs) against uh, FA or against uh, Charlotte. So, uh, you know, that a little bit of that might be good defense. A, a lot of that is bad offense by ECU because they haven't been able to score much all season long. Well, what about, well, I mean, to be fair, Daniel Richardson only threw for 140 yards against UTSA. He's a question mark. I'm sure. <laughs> and and I'm, I'm going to need him to at least have a decent game if Lejante Wester is going to do if, anything. If anything, he only threw for 140 against Tulsa, too. So out of his three starts, he's got, he did light up South Florida, but South Florida's d- defense might not be any good. That is very true. Uh, what about the running back for Florida Atlantic, Larry McCammon, the third? Uh, of course. That's okay. old faithful, man. Old so for school. me, I mean, that's the four guys the most. Uh, it, it's hard to find sure bets offensively, especially on Charlotte's side of the ball. 
But I think for me, you had to, you had to put two two both quarterbacks in, and you had to put Wester and, and McCammon in because those four are solid. You know, they're just dependable for some decent production. I think. Yeah. So I'm curious as to who you didn't go with because I know you have three of those four, but you don't have Wester. So who is your who, who's your fourth? Uh, well, I I loaded up. Well, first off, you didn't mention the Taron uh, Kelman, did you? He is what the leading receiver for Charlotte, leading uh, leading rusher, like running rusher. back, oh, I'm running sorry. back, yeah. not not actual rusher because Jalen Jones. Um, I thought about Shadrick Bird, and I might still could be talked into Shadrick Bird over him because hold on, I'm comparing. He's getting more carries. Yeah, but Kelman has a better average. I mean, in general, Charlotte has three running backs that have between forty and fifty six carries. And they're all between 166 and 192 yards on the season. So these guys aren't doing much. And really, <laughs> of those three guys, there's only one of them that w- with a, a uh, rushing touchdown all year. So that's why I didn't touch the backfield for the 49ers at all. Yeah. I mean, uh, no, but I think you want one in case they get the ball inside the 10 yard line, which is an if in this game, believe it or not. I said after the the three big guys, I, I think it's a total crapshoot. So if you want to take a shot at one of the Charlotte running backs, I'm not, you know, I'm not saying it's a bad move. I'm just saying I didn't do it. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, well, n- give me your next player then. All right. So um, I went with the Charlotte receiver, Jarius Mack. Who uh, he's their second leading. There we go. We got we got the same guy here. <laughs> he's got a strong eleven catches on the season, which is terrifying. Um, well, his two hundred thirteen yards is second best uh, <laughs> on the Forty ers uh, Also, I mean, Charlotte's only thrown four touchdowns all year long, so this offense <laughs> this offense sucks. <laughs> I mean, really, it's it's tough to find pieces. So I want Jarius Mack. It's a it's a crapshoot at this point. Yeah, no, I have him too. Um, okay, well, uh, then uh, we get to. I thought about playing the kickers on both sides, but then I thought, what if they don't get in field goal range? Yeah, and I feel like at least with a, a skill position player, you have a possibility of a touchdown. Yeah, but on a, on a game like this, it's not a bad move. So I only have one player left. Same here. Uh, that's a tight end for Charlotte named Colin Weaver. <laughs> second on the price? team in receptions. S- second on the team in receptions. Uh he is twenty four hundred. Mm, okay. <laughs> hey, I have worth- I have thirty seven hundred sitting there. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh so you, you couldn't fit uh Lejante Wester in there somehow? No, because he's how he how much is he? Uh well he was Fifteen thousand for my captain spot. But, yeah, I can't. Uh, I can't afford that guy. He's ten thousand. Yeah. Let me tell you about Weber. Here's why I like this Weber play. He has a catch in every game. Okay, so he's getting you something, right? <laughs> Last week he had forty yards receiving on one catch. Okay. Uh, the yes, go back to the SMU, the Florida games. He was actually like their leading receiver, four for yeah. fifty-four. So every game he's at least got one ball. So Colin hey. Weber, hey, sure thing. My last guy, I only had a thousand dollars left or thirteen hundred, so I went very bottom barrel. And this is my punt play. I'm going with uh, one of the backup running backs on Florida Atlantic, Kayvon Walker. He's a true freshman from Fort Lauderdale, who's gotten uh, three and four carries the last two weeks. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> There's probably 
isn't any reason to talk anything more about this shitty Friday night slate. <laughs> no, no. Let's move along. Uh, uh, go, go Biff Pogey. I'll say that. All right, look. Um, before we get to Saturdays, both slates on Saturdays. Um, I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Yes, win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use the promo code SGPN to get 50% off your uh, first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. All right, we are back. You know, What's up? One more thing about the Friday night slate. I just saw this, and it's really not DFS related because he's a, he plays defense. But the leading tackler for Florida Atlantic, Jackson Ambush. That a great name or what? That is a great name, Jackson. Jackson Ambush. Ambush. That's a great name for a linebacker too. Yeah, that's a very, 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 very good name. I could see that uh, in like an '80s movie, <laughs> right? You know what I mean? <laughs> like an action hero. They, they tried to cross over Jackson Ambush, <laughs> but he um, got the last yeah, laugh. Yeah, uh, Carl Weathers starring Carl Weathers. Let's go. <laughs> um, let's go. Uh, look, Saturday morning slate is my favorite slate of the whole. All four of these that we're doing. By far. Yeah. By far. Lots of lots of juicy options. Let's jump right in. Did you go with your standard two quarterback, three running back approach? I did. Old faithful. Um, and I think there's a lot of value out there on this on the slate. Yeah. Uh I did the same thing also. So who's your uh, most expensive quarterback? Taking it to the moon bounce. John yeah. Rice Plumley. Uh, West Virginia's defense eh, didn't look so great last week. Um, and when you add in the Houston game, you kind of got two straight weeks of questionable defense. Meanwhile, 48 and 41 points, both games. Yeah. Meanwhile, I feel like UCF is due for a win. They're playing a lot better. I think they might open up the floodgates. I was actually thinking about this game in general. Where I picked up V plus seven. Yeah. I think I, think I might Benedict that and take UCF minus seven. They're due. They're due. But I, I do think it will be back and forth with a lot of offense. I mean, not only like we mentioned, West Virginia giving up over 40 points, two games in a row. Well, on average use uh, central Florida in big 12 games, they're giving up over 40 points per game. So that's why I also have um, John Reese Plumley. So play oh, the music there. Look at you. You sandbagging son of a gun. Hold now. I thought I had a, 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 gen, a Dundee special, but but I also have Garrett green at 81. Oh. I have both quarterbacks in that game. Mm, I like it. I like it. Um, and he's at how much? Whoa. We lost you there for a second. Yeah. I think you're on mute, buddy. There we go. Press the wrong yeah. button. Sorry. So Garrett green is 8,100 Reese Plumlee, 7,200 Garrett green is actually putting up some, some big time fantasy numbers, 44.3 in that game against Utah. I'm sorry. The game against Houston. And then 31.7 last week against Oklahoma State. So he's really coming on. Uh, that's a solid play. I didn't have that type of money to just throw around. Who's your second quarterback? You went cheaper, huh? I'm taking a shot on this guy who got paid over a million dollars to stay at Texas. Malik Murphy, or Malik Murphy, I think his name is. Um, this guy, you. Uh, in spring ball, he killed it. He looked better than Ewers yeah. and Manning. 
And are every, we afraid that man is going to get some, some snaps too? Potentially, but yeah, I like I, to play. It's a gamble, but I like the gamble. Cause well, he's also a dual game. threat. Yeah. So like he might, you know, can't, you know, uh, uh, BYU's defense, almost a Kansas defense, uh, BYU's defense has had issues at times this year, you know, like they've played better than last year, but they haven't been consistently good. So there's still a chance they could get blown out. Um, so, I mean, I know I took BYU, but I, I think Murphy can still have a good game and BYU can still take cover that 17 and a half. Yeah. I considered it, you know, ultimately I thought it was a little bit too big of a gamble, especially with some other quarterbacks. I like that weren't crazy expensive. So I, I like a, a, a roll of the dice on him, but I, I'd like to see him play a, a one game first. So uh, that's why I didn't go his direction, but I like the gamble. Uh, who's your top running back? Stay in that same game. Old JB, Jonathan Brooks. Uh, this is too easy, right? You know, roster him every time behind arguably the best offensive line. Yep. You know, he had uh, a streak of four straight 100 yard games snapped last week when he only ran for 99. And uh, yeah, you would think with Ubers out, they're gonna just gonna give him a shit ton of volume. Did you have three backs? Yeah, I did. I uh, my second most expensive was uh, R.J. Harvey at the Moon Bounce. Man, play the music again, jeez. I targeted that game. Specifically, we got uh, we got flames worthy in the chat. Uh, these li- these Liberty Flames, great name. Um, flames worthy, yeah. I love it. <laughs> uh, is is Manning a guaranteed starter next year? I don't think so because yours is going to come back next year. Yeah, yeah. where you know I I think he might hit the portal, especially if he's third string. Yeah, or Murphy will hit the portal once. Definitely, One or maybe yeah. both of them. Yeah. Um, uh, but back to uh, RJ Harvey, I've been a big fan of his for a couple of years now. And we just saw what Ollie Gordon for Oklahoma state did against the West Virginia run defense where he ran for damn near 300 yards and four touchdowns. So no, no wonder why we, we both have Harvey. Yeah. And uh, I think we tipped our hand a little bit on last oh, night's show. We're going to have the same three running backs. Oh, come on. Go this, ahead. This is my favorite player in football right now. Yeah. Sion uh, Vake for Utah. He is Utah's, uh, I think, the second leading tackler on that team, the safety, but he also plays running back slash, like, he's everything. He's like the Swiss Army knife. They get him the ball a lot receiving uh, at 5K. Very underpriced. I know we both have him. This is the reason why they beat USC. He I mean, fucked yeah. up USC. Two weeks ago, he ran for 150. Last week, he catches 149 yards receiving. On, uh, yeah, I mean, the guy is coming out of nowhere to just be a beast. He'll probably be pretty highly owned. There's a good chance all three of our running backs are going to be highly, highly owned, but especially only at 5K. I, yeah, it, it's it's fun to root for him too. So I'll be watching that game. You know, rooting for him to to break a couple long ones. Oh, you could see USC players. I don't think they wanted attack. He plays physical, <laughs> man. He plays physical. Um, all right, so let's go to our wideouts since we pretty much have the same team again on a slate where there's 600 teams. Um, and you saved money at quarterback, so you you probably have at least a, a grand or two extra. So I'll be interested where you go. Who's your top receiver? My top receiver, price wise. Look, I here's one thing I can trust. That no matter who the Louisville Cardinals play, I don't care what defense. I think Jamari Thrash is going to get his. So it's sixty one hundred. 
even though I, I, I love Mike Elko, I don't think they're stopping. Like thrash is going to get his Duke could win the game, but thrash yeah. is going to get his, I think. Yeah. I like it. I didn't roster him. I'm, I'm glad we're not going to share the same receivers, uh, but you're right. He's always a good play. I didn't roster anybody in that game because I do think the Duke, the, the Duke defense is that good, but you're right. I mean, I think thrash is at least going to have a solid game. Uh, my most expensive, I got two guys that are 5,800. I've rostered this guy a lot and lately he's been kind of quiet, but I still think he's one of the best receivers in the nation. And if I can get him for under six K, I want to do it every time. And that is Texas A and M's Evan Stewart. He is a stud and South Carolina's defense. Not very good. Right. That, that makes, that makes a lot of sense. He, how much was he? He's uh, 5.8 K. We have found our wager. Stewart versus thrash. Or do you have a different guy? I have a different guy. Cause I have, oh. I have $200 sitting there. Okay. And at 5,700, Joseph man, Jack, <laughs> he won you a side bet last week. You know what? Let's do it again. Man, Jack, dude, dude. Uh, these are great matchups because we, uh, this is our battle here. Our battle of bourbon. This is a, these are great matchups because South Carolina's past defense has been terrible. But at the same time, if you look at the weakness of Kansas state, it's the secondary. Like coming into the year, it was the secondary. And you look at, at the offense of Houston starting to find life. Manjack is my play at 5,700 there. Uh, I like it. I have one I, other receiver. Yeah. Uh, I have two more. So I have another guy at 5.8 K. Oh, uh, and this is uh, oh, going to Oklahoma, Nick Anderson. The uh, true freshman has already has eight receiving touchdowns on the year. Now, early in the season, he was just catching a ball or two a game, but usually one for a touchdown. Well, last week with Andrew Anthony now out for the season, he caught uh, what did he do? Five for one hundred five and two touchdowns last week for five point eight k against uh, kind of a iffy Kansas defense. I like that. Solid, solid. Uh, my final guy is fifty one hundred. Did you roster him? No, because so here's a difference where I spent more at quarterback, so I only had about forty two hundred to spend. Who's your guy? Going back to the well, Devin Carter. I think there's going to okay. be a lot of offense. Former sure. former NC State Wolfpack wide out who's now at West Virginia. You got Garrett Green for a reason. He's throwing the ball to Devin Carter. So at fifty one hundred, I think I'm a bargain shopping. What are you doing here? I like it. My last guy got to fit a tight end here. Jaheim Bell, Florida State tight end, four point two k. Last couple of weeks, eight for fifty three, four for eighty seven. The guy's just a monster. He's a mismatch for anybody that Wake Forest is going to throw at him. So I like Jaheim Bell for that cheap price of forty two hundred. All right. Well now, yeah, and we're we're done here. But speaking of bells, if you want somebody really cheap. $3,300, another Louisville receiver. It's named Chris bell. I think it is correct. I like him. Yeah. That guy, um, let me pull it up here. You know, he, he's a, he's a, he's a big body receiver. He's a mismatch and he's, he's known for big plays too. So if you want somebody really cheap, um, I like, uh, not Callaway, not Where's Kevin Coleman. Here? Also, also cheap. Also, look at Oscar Delp, the tight end for Georgia, with with uh, Bowers out. He's only three point four. That's actually a really smart play. That's a really I like smart that play. Yeah. yeah, but Chris Bell, the receiver um, for Louisville, he doesn't get a whole bunch of looks, but he's kind of their deep threat. The thing I, is, he, is, they he have too many one. guys though. Like Ke- yeah. I rostered Kevin Coleman a bunch of guys a bunch of times. Yeah, and and you know, yeah. Uh, Jake Paquin in the chat says Vaki plus one thirty five anytime touchdown. <laughs> oh, gotta love, love that. Gotta love that. Cause what's great is he could get a pick six. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's all, he's playing both sides of the, the I wonder field if that there. counts. That might just be a, a rushing or receiving yeah. touchdown. Yeah. Perhaps, perhaps. 
Um, either way, I still like it if it's on the offensive side of the ball. Um, let's get on over to uh, Saturday night slate. All right, I, I went a little crazy. I I must have had some some uh, crazy pills last night when I was putting this lineup together because <laughs> I only got one quarterback. I only got two running backs. I got five receivers. Ooh, June Jones, friend of the program. He, we're, he, we're, we're gonna we're gonna spread out that defense. We're going all air raid. Uh, this one this one should be fun. But uh, did did you go the more uh, traditional route? Three backs, two quarterbacks, old school baby. All right, boring. We got <laughs> Vanilla Dundee over there. <laughs> uh, who's your top price quarterback? Well, you, you started. You have two. I only have one. So why don't you lead the way and tell me who your top quarterback is? Oh, Michael Penix, ten point seven K. Ooh, against yeah, uh, a horrible pass defense in the Stanford Cardinal. People are thinking Washington's overrated. He's gonna. This is a get right week for the Huskies as they head to the farm. Yeah, yeah. I like it. No, the, the only problem is uh, he might only play three quarters because this definitely has blowout potential. Uh, we mentioned last week that you know people thought Stanford was good because of the Colorado win, but last week they lost forty-two to seven at home to UCLA, and the week before the Colorado game they lost forty-two to six at home to Oregon. So, look, Penix is going to get his. I like it, but man, he was expensive. Was he like ten point five k or something? Ten point seven k. Ten point seven k. Too rich for my blood. I'm gonna go 9.3k. My only quarterback, Drake May, also kind of a bounce back spot for UNC whoa, whoa, here. Whoa, whoa, whoa! But you're spreading this. Georgia Tech fucks them up every year. <laughs> it's kind of true, but that doesn't mean it won't be you know pretty high scoring and Drake May won't be able to get his. Mm, mm, mm. I mean, it's, I mean, obviously he's a he's a future first round draft pick, but um. I don't know. I just think. Uh, uh, how about this? My second quarterback at seventy one hundred. Yeah, Kyle McCord. I don't think okay. Wisconsin's defense is very good. Go back to that Georgia Southern game. If Davis Brin doesn't turn the ball over, which I guess is a credit to Wisconsin's defense, he was still moving the ball up and down the field. And then you have the best receiver unit in the country. I I have the top. So I got Penix with the second best receiver unit in the country. McCord with the best. I think regardless if Wisconsin's going to pull the uh, the upset there, I still think McCord can can have 300 yards, a couple scores. He he has been very good, you know, fantasy-wise this year or in real life he has been very good. But the matchup makes sense and and the price isn't bad. Did you consider rostering one of the UCLA quarterbacks? I did. Dante Moore I was thinking about the Do we know is, who's going to start? I mean, Dante Moore was, he didn't start last week. Garbers did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the risk. That's why I, yeah. I, I stayed away from it, but ultimately yeah, agreed. That's why, but whoever plays Colorado is, you know, a juicy option, but I just wasn't sure who's going to, I mean, they're, are they going to, you know, split probably um, if I had a bet, yeah. I bet you they split. Yeah. Um, running back wise though. Speaking of that game, I'll just lead off with Carson Lexington steel at 6,300 play the music. I mean, our boy been on the show. Uh, you guys got a pet alligator. What's not to like about Lexington Steel? We've been playing him in DFS before even UCLA knew who he was. All right. I think, yeah, exactly. And I, I think if you're unsure of the quarterback situation at, at UCLA, you still need pieces of, of that offense. So it's an, it's an obvious choice to go with the running back in Steel. 
Yeah. Um, I have a second running back that uh, he's 5,800 and he's part of Drake May's attack. Omarion Hampton for North Carolina, Georgia tech's run defense. Hasn't been great this year. I see opportunity if they don't get their ass kicked by Georgia tech, like they do every year. So <laughs> a little bit of a gamble, but uh, what, what do you, what do you I, 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 no, I, I like it. You know, and, and at one point he was in my lineup, but I pivoted off that. I kind of focused it on, on the Georgia, uh, the um, UNC passing attack more than the running game, but he's always putting up at least like 10, 14, 16 fancy points. So I think he's a safe play at, you know, a fair price too. So I don't mind it. All right. Well, let's uh, move along to your next player. <laughs> my, my last running back is cheap too. He's your boy, John Lee Eldridge, $4,400. Not gonna, look. look, if you're ever going to shit on the service academies, this <laughs> is the angle you have in my opinion. And I've been watching, I look, I have a liking I for air force football since I was a kid. NC Nick can attest to this watching Bo Morgan, Blaine Morgan. I have never seen a more dynamic player on their offense. And they, they, they don't give him the ball enough. Like yeah, I, yet, yet last week he had four rushes for eight yards. That that's the gamble. Yeah. You know, he's well, he should have more than four. If he had 14 rushes, he would have broke one guarantee you. I mean, look at his carries this year in the, the week one, he had four for 72. Yeah. It's like, okay, how about you give it to the ball a couple more than four times uh, a couple weeks later, seven for 58 after that. 10 for 102. It's like, can you give this guy some carries? They're going to yeah. give 30 carries to that Michael kid who <laughs> or I mean, Owen Burke. Uh, Owen yeah. Burke. <laughs> <laughs> right. These, these plotters, he's like, you know, three yards on the cloud of dust, guys. <laughs> Meanwhile, you got to do that can take him to the house. Give him the ball more. Hey, so, but but at the same time, they're undefeated and they've won like 14 straight games. So I mean I guess they're doing something right. <laughs> yeah. So this is obviously it's a boomer bus play. Uh like last week, he might do jack shit, but for someone that's that cheap, I like taking a shot at him because I, I I don't trust the Colorado State run defense. I think Air Force is gonna run for probably damn near 300 yards in this game. He is the best offensive weapon they have had since the 80s. I would say, and they're and they're not utilizing him really. Yeah. So maybe that'll change. I'm not. I mean, it's it's, it's a gamble, <laughs> but but that's why we're here, right? Yeah. Uh, wideouts. Uh, you should lead the way because uh, you have like 20 wideouts. <laughs> Yeah, I got five of them, and a couple of them are very expensive. And uh, maybe you've heard of of McCord's favorite option, and that is Marvin Harrison Jr. for eight point nine k. I mean, what did he do last week? Eleven for one sixty two. The guy's been over twenty five fantasy points in three straight weeks. Best receiver in the nation. I I'll thought go, about. I don't roster. trust. I don't trust Wisconsin. I mean, it, it probably for you would probably be hard to, to to fit him in there with yeah. the, with, with the Penix play. I almost want. Him over McCord. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that's why he's almost yeah. two thousand dollars more expensive than McCord. Um, for sure. But uh but yeah, then I mean, you gotta it, go cheap everywhere else. Yeah. That's a decent stack with McCord because McCord's cheap though. Very true. Uh, but I didn't have that type of cash because I got Lexington Steel. Um, but my uh <laughs> I mean, this guy I feel like is still undervalued. Jimmy Horn, sixty six hundred. He's a stud, he's pretty like like I, I, maybe one game where he got injured in the first quarter. I feel yeah. like he, he gets at least like five, six catches every single game. Well, it's a good volume play too. I mean, if, if Colorado is down, which 
they might be, they're going to have to just pass it every play. And and those Buffalo games get pretty crazy. So I like it. Uh, now fire away with your second wide out. So this is my stack with Drake may, uh, you know, I mean, Tez Walker, you know, he's putting together very quickly, some pretty crazy stats last week. It was 11 for one forty six and a touchdown the week before that it was eight for one thirty two and three touchdowns. Mm. Just imagine if you would have played the whole year. Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So it's, it's, it's a very expensive stack going to 9.3 and a 7.9 K probably. That's the reason why I only have one quarterback and two running backs. But uh, if these guys have a big game, you know, that can really set me apart. Yeah. Uh, so I'm taking the, I, I am, uh, I don't know about this next play for me. I needed somebody and I settled on Dane key. Oh, I don't know. I rostered him a couple of weeks ago. And I, I think he went catchless. What's his price? 4,800. I got a better guy at 4,700. I think Who, I'm going to go. I'm, I'm know, all the, ears. The, so the, the, uh, bring back from in, in the same game as Ohio state is Wisconsin receiver, will Pauling, who let's just give out the last three games. Seven for ninety-five and a touchdown. Eight for sixty. Eight for sixty-eight for four point seven k. Okay, I'm I'm sold. You sold me right there. There you go. I don't. You know I'm anti Devin Leary. So, uh, sold forty-seven hundred. I'm switching over. We're going Pauling. You have him on your roster. Yeah. In general, I didn't like that 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 mid-tier like the four point five to five k's. But I think Will Pauling is the best guy in that range. And then that leaves us with one guy that I know we both have as well. So I actually have two guys. Oh. You only have a, oh. So I have um I'm a t- I'm on a, another great name, Tiger Bachmeyer. Oh, the brother uh, of Hank. That's right, the tight end for Stanford. He's good. Uh, again. And they're going to be down and passing and this is this screams garbage points. Uh and also last game 8 for 75 and a touchdown against UCLA. Yeah, he's good. Um, I I've watched yeah. him. I've watched yeah, him. So he's good. So 4.3k, yeah. the great name, Tiger Bachmeyer. Yeah. Uh okay, that leaves me with uh, going back to Atlanta, where uh, is it? Eric Singleton? Is it Eric, Eric Singleton yeah, Jr. Eric, Eric Singleton. Um, he's a stud at forty one hundred, so he's misvalued again. He started his college career this year catching a touchdown points in the first five games of his college career. Now, <clears throat> last week, or I guess before the bye against Miami, he only had two for twenty. Hasn't had like a a, a monster game yet. But he's been catching four or five balls for like eighty or ninety yards in, in pretty much every game except the last one. So I think Georgia Tech needs to get him the ball because he is basically the future. Let's go with the future. All right. Uh all right. Pretty strange lineup on my part. Um, is there is there a side bet option? Right now we only have one. It's pretty pathetic. You've been you've been we, running. We had some similarities there. I don't I don't know if anything really presents itself. Do you have a Who's receiver? Your- do you have a receiver in the sixes? No, I either have seven point nine K and then it drops all the way to four point seven K. You have a running back in the fives? We shared the two running backs I rostered. <laughs> I don't know what the hell we're doing this game then. Well, I guess it's just uh hold on. So who's your second most expensive player after Penix, regardless of position? McCord. At seven? Yeah. McCord versus Devontae's Walker? Okay, let's do it. You want to do that? Take a quarterback over one of these cha 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 wideouts any day on. of the week. Let's go! All right, um, all right, folks. That's our show. All right. 
Uh, subscribe to the College Football Experience uh, on wherever podcasts can be found. Please, if you can, hop on over to iTunes, give us a five star review. We come on, get over there. What we'll take two minutes out of your day? Um, also, give us a follow on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. We invite you to come play DFS with us. NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore underscore N I C K. He'll tweet out that invite. And uh, look, we we will retweet it. F- uh, from the TCE account. Once again, on Twitter, TCE on SGPN. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. Give us a follow, follow away. And uh, don't forget, you can watch this show on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. It's the hub for all of our platforms, all of our weekly picks for the college football experience on this platform as well. You can watch all those shows as well as the college basketball experience, the college baseball experience, uh, the FCS college football experience, which does a show later tonight. Uh, and uh, yeah, so, so jump all on that shit. And uh, also check out the sports gambling podcast live from Las Vegas every Friday on VEASAN network. That's V S I N Brent Musburger's network on YouTube TV. Uh, if you get the NFL package, you have VEASAN folks. So check it out and sports gambling podcast live every night. Also, I'll be back with CJ Sullivan of the bottom line bombs podcast uh, at around 1230. So we're going to go through some live dog action on the week nine college football slate. So check that out. And uh, yeah, uh, let's keep on, keep on rocking on. All right. In the free world. I like this slate tonight. All right. And we got some, some great college basketball previews coming. We've got the pac 12 coming tonight folks. So check Beautiful. it out. Final season of the pac 12 college basketball. We got you covered. All right, folks uh, have a wonderful, wonderful Thursday uh, until what? Two and a half hours or so. All right. This is the college football experience week nine DFS show. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. Run and shoot. We can really run and shoot.